0: You guys, welcome back to Beyond the Blinds. It is me, Troy McGeady.
1: And Kelly Williams.
0: And we are very excited about today's episode. I feel like, I don't know which one of us is more excited. We're excited in different ways.
1: You know how much I love love. You know that I love love. And my favorite kind of love is co-star love.
0: Totally. Yeah. Especially when it's like, I mean, co-star love that's real is amazing. And co-star love that's fake is also amazing.
1: Right. There's just something about it. And if you guys don't know, the CW, before Raya, they, there was the CW. Where totally. everyone who starred on the CW dated one another.
0: Everybody. And it feels like the CW was like a weird, like, it's like a high school. Like, it's a high school that has, like, alumni and... You know, they've all hooked up. There's like elders.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And another thing about these shows are a lot of them are filmed in like Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. There's not many paparazzi in Wilmington, North Carolina. I mean, Gossip Girl was New York. Riverdale's like Vancouver. I'm not sure if there are a lot of paparazzi up there. But they get away with a lot because they fly under the radar
0: yeah when I think of CW shows I just think of everybody being like at their basically at their lowest point in life not career-wise but like life-wise you know
1: if they don't start at their lowest point they definitely end up at their lowest point while on the CW
0: yeah like it's where it's where like broken souls end up like everybody's like strung out and hooking up with everybody and the girls all have like eating issues and like everybody's on drugs and you always read all these things about everybody being so fucking mean to each other like everybody is so awful to each other at the CW
1: and even like I know specifically One Tree Hill set the creator was just like a sexist monster who mm-hmm. would sexually harass all the girls on on the show and everyone was just like oh, <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> that's our life Yeah, until it eventually like Me Too movement came out and Hillary Burton was one of the first ones to kind of open up what he did, which is insane. But what do you know about CW couples? I love doing this with you, like talking about pre and then after.
0: (laughs) What I know about CW couples is that um, they're very blind item-y in the sense that, like I said earlier, some of them are like very real and the ones that are real seem so toxic. Yeah, and then there's the other ones that are just like so absurdly fake like just truly like the pinnacle of like television actors who have to yacht and do debaucherous things you know like the CW was just like a buffet of debauchery to me
1: that's actually so accurate one of our favorite yachters is of course from the CW Mm -hmm. and I totally forgot Lucy Hale ended up on the CW and I was Mm -hmm. like Of course, Lucy Hale made her way there.
0: They just, the CW has such a grip, even as far back as the WB, Mm -hmm. they have such a grip on young Hollywood. Like that network really determines like who is, you know, gonna win a Teen Choice Award for best on-screen smooch. Like the CW chooses those people, you know?
1: That's so true. Basically the whole Teen Choice Awards are like CW actors.
0: Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, um, the upfronts, but just CW.
1: <laughs> they used to do CW upfronts.
0: Really? Oh, that yeah. was, I'm sure the after party for that was psychotic.
1: <laughs> Rotted?
0: <laughs> Rotted, if you will.
1: <laughs> so I don't know, should I read the list first or kind of tell you what the CW does, the, the way that they make sure couples happen?
0: Tell me how they make couples happen first.
1: So one thing is that the CW is a network that wants their co-stars to date. A lot of networks mm-hmm. are kind of like, don't do it. Like, please, it gets messy. CW's like, fucking do it. And we're not, don't just do it. We're going to write it into the show. Okay. So one crazy thing is say like Dawson's Creek, Katie Holmes and Joshua Jackson. They were dating off screen when they broke up. They randomly, oh, guys, there are going to be spoiler alerts. I don't know if anyone's like binge watching any CW shows. There's spoiler alerts to come. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Looking at the list right now, it's it's bound to happen for sure.
1: Right. So they end up breaking up. The writers make them break up. And then they know they kind of need them to get back together. So they just randomly throw them back together.
0: Mm. So they manipulate their relationships, if you will.
1: It's very much the same with Serena and Dan on Penn mm. Badgley and um, Blake Lively.
0: That's like, interesting.
1: Yeah. So they were together. So of course they were together on the show and then they had a couple fights and they'd break up on the show because they were broken up in real life. And the one I know the most about is Sophia Bush and Chad Michael Murray, which we'll talk more in detail with them. Okay. Sophia said it was very apparent that the writers of the show were writing what was happening in her real life relationship with him on the show.
0: That's really fucked up. <laughs> what the fuck? That's horrible.
1: Mm-hmm. Even Sophia Bush and James Lafferty started dating at the end of season four of One Tree Hill. So in season five and I believe season six, there were just a bunch of random Nathan and Brooke scenes that aren't necessary what the fuck I mean they weren't a couple or anything but the writers were like let's just fuck with them
0: that's another thing that I feel like I, I mean you hear that from other shows I'm you know I'm sure but like in my life I've heard the most from CW and WB shows like even as far back as like Buffy mm-hmm. you know that like if Sarah Michelle Geller was being a bitch <laughs> then Josh, Josh Sweden would be like okay well then I'm gonna write like a sex scene with you and Spike where he throws you through glass eight times before you climax if that's okay you know what I mean just like fucked up I have
1: heard that man was a monster like all the cast wouldn't let him near Michelle Trachenberg mm-hmm. I probably butchered her last name but yeah they, were they like-
0: kept him away from her because he like was after her ah. yeah and he hated Sir Michelle Geller. So he was like, he would punish her. Like, he literally would be like, in this sex scene with Spike, you like, he throws your head through cement while you guys are having sex. Like, just to be an asshole.
1: My, how sick.
0: I know, he's, yeah. But that didn't mean to get you off track.
1: No, I, lo- I appreciate that. I didn't even put like Sarah Michelle Gellar on this. I kind of started with Dawson's Creek.
0: Which I appreciate.
1: All right, guys. So we're going to start with this list. It might take three minutes to get through this list. Who knows? (laughs) But these two, two couples I'm about to say, they didn't star together, but they were on the CW at the same time. And that's Jensen Ackles and Daniil Harris, along with Hillary Burton and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who were set up by Jensen Ackles and Daniil Harris. Dawson's Creek, we had Katie Holmes and Joshua Jackson. Gilmore Girls, we had Vi- Milo Ventimiglia and Alexis Bledel. And I just want everyone to know, you shouldn't have a crush on Milo.
0: No, he sucks.
1: He's not a good person, Alexis. Terrible,
0: terrible, 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 terrible. Oh, yeah, I don't know a lot about him, but just that he's terrible.
1: If he was connected to Hayden when Hayden was like 18.
0: Yeah, you could pretty much guarantee that he's not a, a good guy.
1: Right, so I just want to remind everybody, everything from now... going forth is all allegedly it is Mm -hmm. hearsay it is gossip some are facts some is fiction take it for what you will totally so for One Tree Hill there was a lot of cast dating Sophia Bush of course married Chad Michael Murray Sophia Bush dated James Lafferty Sophia Bush dated Austin Nichols James Lafferty dated Chantel Vansettin I believe that's how you pronounce her last name Tyler Hilton and Bevan Prince had a very quick romance. Chad Michael Murray ended up dating teenager, Kenzie Dalton, who was an extra on the show. Chelsea Kane and Stephen Coletti, they were dating before she was on the show. But of course with CW, they want to kind of have your real life since she was an actress on the show. They just, I mean, because she was an actress in general, they just threw her on the show and had her sleep with Stephen Coletti for a few episodes.
0: What the fuck?
1: And this is just a really weird fact. Brett Claywell, who played Tim, used to date Jana Kramer, who played Alex, before she was even on One Tree Hill. So they didn't date while they were on CW together. It's just like a bizarre little couple for you to look into. Now we have Gossip Girl. And of course, Penn Badgley and Blake Lively, Jessica Zor and Ed Westwick, who were fucking maniacs together oh my god like there are so many stories of them just like partying so hard fighting in the middle of the new york like streets of new york love
0: that and then just
1: showing up to set acting like nothing happened (laughs) (laughs) leighton meester and sebastian stan kelly rutherford and matthew settle who are lillian rufus and then there were rumors about chase crawford and taylor Momsen. Which really disturbed me because she was like 15, 16. He was like 22, 23.
0: I would imagine that the stories Taylor Momsen could tell. I mean.
1: And what's crazy, I think about it a lot. She was so young when she started. She was like 14, 13 or mm-hmm. 14. And she's surrounded by all these 20-year-olds.
0: Yeah, I was reminded the other day um, of, do you remember when she performed on stage with Marilyn Manson? yes. Like, she's just really seen a lot. I, I just, I, I would I would love to, like, read her book one day. At a I'm young
1: sh- age, too.
0: So young. So yeah, you're right. She was, like, 15. Years. I mean, she was so young.
1: Yeah. Now, Vampire Diaries is probably the messiest TV cast that nobody talks about. <laughs> <laughs> they honestly, like, One Tree Hill, Gossip Girl, and Vampire Diaries could probably all have their own episodes. But Vampire Diaries, Paul Wesley and Tori DeVito, they were married, got divorced when she showed up on set. <laughs> and then we have Paul Wesley and Phoebe Tonkin, Ian Somerhalder and Nina DeBrev, Candice Deco- Candace Acola, now she's Candace King, she's married, and Stephen R. McQueen. There were pictures of them making out at bars. I don't know how serious it was, but they hooked up for sure. Candace Acola and Zach Rorig, which I am butchering that last name, guys. You know how I do. <laughs> and then Joseph Morgan and Persia White. Now the Supergirl couples, I'm going to get into this a little bit. And we're about to talk about former Glee people and I do not claim that negative energy.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, I think I claimed that negative energy so long ago that now it's on my body like a Phaeton. It's, like, it's body Phaeton things now.
1: I mean, to be honest, same, but I just die. <laughs> So we're going to talk a little bit about dark-sided Glee for a second because Melissa Benoit and Blake Jenner met on the set of Glee.
0: Oh, God.
1: Um, They ended up getting married and then she got cast as Supergirl. And Blake ended up going there, like going, following her to the show, basically. They ended up getting a divorce and really quickly she was engaged to Chris Wood and married to him. So everyone was like, oh my God, she cheated and all this stuff. But nobody really talks about the video Melissa put out maybe in January of 2019, I believe, on Instagram. And this is a little bit of a trigger warning. We're about to talk about domestic violence. So I just want to let people know that. But basically, Melissa said that she took all the heat about her and Blake's divorce because he used to beat the fucking shit out of her. Yeah he hit and, her so hard in the face with the cell phone that it broke her eye socket.
0: Yeah, there's I mean there's photos of you know her with bruises and and like you said black eyes and I mean it's really undeniable. Like this guy was and there are people of course on Tumblr who have you know documented every single moment of them together and all of the abuse and stuff and it's really she also had a really tough break like just in general did she yeah because a lot of people you remember when the fappening happened oh and like those photos of her got released and then there were all these stories that came out about her being like a casting couch girl and that you know it was like well known that she was a casting couch girl but then these photos coming out kind of like sealed her fate whether it was true or not And it just kind of became what she was known as on the internet. Just the girl that fucks all the producers and directors and stuff.
1: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Sad. Like, that was, like, a sad time for her.
1: For sure. And then I do remember people being like, oh, she cheated on her husband with her Mm co-star. But then you hear that story and it's like, fucking hope she did cheat on him.
0: Totally. Fuck him.
1: Fuck Blake Jenner. And he never got shit on the way he deserved to be shit on.
0: He never got shit on the right way. But you know what is... God is good because he also never got the career he hoped for.
1: That's true. And he never will. Right. All right. Now we have Riverdale, Cole Sprouse, and Lily Reinhardt. I feel like they're a blind item couple.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: What do you think of them? Do you think they were PR?
0: Um, kind of. They give me PR vibes. I've always read that Cole is just like awful.
1: Yeah, I've heard he's a dick.
0: He just seems terrible, but also like a real... I feel like I'm, like, I always say that I'm, like, uh, uh, the Grim Reaper that shows up to remind people how dark Hollywood is. But, like, you know, he's an abuse victim, too. True. Both th- those kids are, like, him and his brother are, like, abuse victims. So, you know, yeah, he seems like a dick for the reasons that you become a dick when you are abused in Hollywood as a kid.
1: Understandable. Still on Riverdale, Charles Melton and Camila Mendez. Guys, we are, we're, we're close to done. Thank you for sticking around. <laughs> for Everwood, we have Chris Pratt and Emily Van Camp. Do you remember that? <laughs> they played oh. siblings on the show.
0: Oh, God. I forgot about that being a show.
1: <laughs> and then for Supernatural, we have Jared Padalecki and Genevieve Cortez. They're now married. Rain is Adelaide Kane and Sean Teal. Life Sentence is my favorite PR person in any relationship. Lucy Hale and Riley Smith. And then the 90210 reboot. Um, they were also a messy cast. <laughs> the messy like, They I, were psychotic. Like, Annalyn McCord, icon, legend, bananas.
0: Yeah, a beautiful, crazy woman.
1: Just <laughs> stunning,
0: beautiful. stunningly beautiful and batshit crazy
1: now i know you love shanae grimes did you ever watch the reboot
0: religiously it was like i've never been more religious to a cw (laughs) show (laughs) i prayed to the altar of 90210
1: (laughs) So, so the 90210 couples are jessica strout and dustin milligan who ended up on schitt's creek kellen lutz of course which one was he in twilight he was a Cullen.
0: Oh, yeah, he was a Yeah. Emmett. I don't remember. He's Emmett. Yes.
1: Yeah. A- Emmett Cullen and Annalyn McCord, Jessica Lowndes and Adam Gregory, who did the most out of any CW couple that wasn't even a main character. <laughs> yeah. She tried so hard. And then this one I wasn't sure about, but I, I found a blind. Troy is going to read it because he loves Shanae Grimes so much. I do. But apparently, allegedly, Sinead Grimes and Matt Lanter hooked up, which I'm very much here for. They're both beautiful people.
0: Yeah. Not only am I here for it, I'm jealous on both ends. Like, (laughs)
1: like,
0: holy shit. I used to be in love with Matt. Oh my God. I was obsessed with him. Like, he's so beautiful. Now I think that he's like a real super Christian, um, like, stay at home dad vibes
1: you know one thing about matt lanter he is the perfect cw actor
0: oh yes keep going he's
1: very good looking and doesn't give you much emotion on either end
0: (laughs) (laughs) beautiful not much of an actor yeah (laughs) totally but just good enough to be melodramatic in that cwa that's like effective
1: he tried really hard to be Ryan Atwood. <laughs>
0: he did. He's just so beautiful. Like he just has one of those faces where you're like, "Oh, of course you're a model turned actor." He's beautiful.
1: Do you want to read The Blind?
0: Yeah, let me get it pulled up. And also Sinead Grimes is nothing nothing to turn your nose up at either. She's gorgeous.
1: I really feel like Sinead Grimes is just Darcy. Like she is. I mean, she
0: is. She is Darcy making those melodramatic faces and Touching her hair,
1: guys. I love Um, Tay Grimes. I will say that I think she's she deserved a better career.
0: Okay, I found the blind. It says this from April second of two thousand ten. It says, "I guess you're never too young to spice up your relationship, but this is the oddest combination. First, you have a C list actress on a hit show for a network. It doesn't take much to have a hit show on this network. She has an older boyfriend, not much older, but older considering she's pretty young. They have been dating for a while." He is a C-list actor also on uh, a hot show for a network. I think that he meant to say hit. Again, doesn't take much to be a hit. Recently, our actor ran into a friend, uh, a friend of his who was a B-list actor on a very hit television show. They've known each other for a while and even did a project together. Well, one thing led to another and the next thing you know, all three were getting freaky at a party together and then brought it back to the B-list actor's house. Oh, and this B-list actor is way older than either of the other two so the C-list actor number one of course is Sinead Grimes the beauty queen (laughs) C-list actor two is Matt B-list actor three is Milo and then uh the shows of course are 90210 and Heroes
1: good for her Something about Milo really does rub me the wrong way and I know everybody loves him now that he's Jack Pearson and has a mustache mm-hmm. and is wears his short shorts but I'm like there's something sinister about him
0: right <laughs> yeah sinister is a good way to put it
1: because he treated Alexa Alexis Bledel like shit
0: yeah yeah I could see it he just seems like the, he just seems like an asshole to me
1: again he dated a young young Hayden
0: yeah like once you cross that line, it's kind of hard to <laughs> go back for me. You know what to I mean? get out of it. Yeah.
1: Now, the three couples I wanted to really focus on are Blake and Penn from Gossip Girl, of course. Chad and Sophia. And then Nina and Ian. So I feel like people think Blake Lively is just this, like, not down-to-earth girl. But almost like a Jennifer Lawrence.
0: I could see that. Like, um, because she gives such intense all American girl vibes that it's like you almost put her in that category no matter what.
1: Right. But she is a walking blind item. Yeah. Like <laughs> we like to call these people.
0: <laughs> she, yeah, her, she's got a real blind item career.
1: And her whole family is famous. I don't think Mm -hmm. people realize that, but she's from like a very famous family. Now, Blake and Penn started dating just after they started filming. They're very hush-hush about it. I remember they actually did a CW up front for um, season one of the show and everyone was being introduced to the cast. And then they realized that Blake and Penn were both very tan- the very next day pictures of them vacationing in Mexico came out and they were like, we were just trying to be private and they are the clearest photos you will ever see in your life. that is so Perfect. So guys, I'm sure we'll put the pictures like in our carousel that we post on Instagram, but these are the clearest photos I've ever seen my whole life.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: So the couple, they started, um, you know, dating. You would see them making out off set, on set. There's a pretty popular photo, I'd say, of Penn grabbing Blake's ass in the middle of New York while they're making out. I would say one of the big differences, though, is Blake partied with Chase Crawford and Ed Westwick a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay.
1: And that's some dark energy there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, Literally, say less.
1: Yeah, like Chase and Ed have a lot of. I used to be a part of the boards, like the membership, not membership boards, but TV boards. boards. What was it?
0: Like message boards?
1: Yes. Yes. So something different about this episode specifically is we don't have a ton of blinds. It's like message boards, like digging up that old information, which pretty much could be blinds.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like that's where people who read blind items go to talk about blind items.
1: Right, and back in I mean? the day, we didn't really know what those were, and we didn't have Tumblr.
0: Right, so it was, yeah, I mean, message boards are, message boards to me are a, a great source still, if you really want some good, like, gritty dirt.
1: Yeah, just like Reddit.
0: Mm-hmm, totally.
1: Um, But basically, the reason they started to break up, and there are rumors that Blake wanted a family, and they've pushed these rumors that Blake's always wanted to be a wife and has always wanted to have children and has always wanted to be a good mom, which could be true. Sure. I think Blake wanted a bigger career. Totally. And I don't think Penn was willing to really put in that work.
0: Yeah, because as you can see now, she really loves being in, you know, very public, high profile, you know, show up to every red carpet event, matching on the red carpet couple. Like that's, She seems happier now than she's ever been.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. So basically, they end up breaking up in 2010, just as a little movie called The Town was released. Do you know about all the town drama, Troy?
0: I have only heard little bits and pieces, but I don't really know enough. I don't know enough. I want to know more.
1: So basically, Blake was in Boston... With the skis ball on the of the earth, Ben Affleck, my least favorite part—not really least, but close to it. So there were a lot of rumors that those two were hooking up, and it filmed in 2009. It was released in 2010. My favorite rumor I've ever maybe ever heard about a celebrity couple. Okay. Okay. So there were a lot of rumors about Blake and Ben Affleck hooking up. Of course. Jennifer Gardner heard these rumors. Jennifer Gardner flew from California to Boston to basically beat Ben Affleck's ass. <laughs> there are so many stories of her just like banging on his trailer, screaming. And I'm like, where was the video footage? Where is it?
0: I will say I love the pictures of Blake and Ben flirting on set.
1: There. Yeah, and she's just wearing like his long hoodie.
0: Yeah, she's wearing his hoodie over her, her like wardrobe. And like, it's like you can just tell that they're definitely going to fuck or they have.
1: Absolutely. And Penn and Blake did stay together through that. He went to the movie premiere with her at Fenway Park in Boston, but soon, like, they broke up pretty quickly after that. Now, you spoke about the fapping earlier. Mm-hmm. Blake unfortunately took a big hit with that like Mm -hmm. there were a lot of photos of her released and in a lot of them she was wearing the outfits that she wore in the town (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so a lot of people thought that she was just sending them to ben right i mean
0: (laughs) what do you think
1: i mean there was a part of me i really used to love blake lively like i used to like stand for her really hard and i'm like i don't know if it's because i have a crush on her i don't know what right. it is and i was like maybe she was sending them to pen just to be like look what i'm wearing am i pretty yeah and then you know the more i thought about it i was kind of like
0: Ugh. you know i always wonder what it feels like to be like okay like picture you're blake lively right which i've done many times
1: <laughs> every day
0: yeah it's like like literally part of my daily routine um so you're Bleak Lively and you know that you're literally gorgeous. Like you're stunning, beautiful, whatever. And you're going to film this movie with Ben Affleck. And like, you pretty much know Ben Affleck is going to want to fuck you, right?
1: And it was kind of like peak Ben Affleck. Totally. He looks super good in that movie.
0: He looked so good. Like if there was an era, I mean, I think that there are several eras of Ben Affleck that you like most people would be willing to have sex with Ben Affleck. And this is one of them.
1: It's my only era
0: of, <laughs> <laughs> you show up and you're just, like, Ben Affleck's gonna fuck me for sure. I'm gonna fuck him. Like, right. it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? It's just, like, how crazy that must be to be that person. Like, I just show up places that I know that this giant, huge, mega celebrity star who married Jennifer L- almost married Jennifer Lopez, is gonna try and have sex with me. And I'm gonna.
1: Yeah. And, and I don't know if you remember Blake Lively's hot girl summer.
0: I don't, I don't think so.
1: It started with her trying to rip Ben Affleck's wedding ring off. That didn't work. And then, uh, sorry, that made me laugh guys. That was a funny joke for me only. Um, (laughs) And then, and then Blake always tells this story about how she was banned for life from Disneyland. It was like her little like quirky story that she was like, yeah, like I was banned for life. I don't even remember the reason, but I just remember it was somehow part of her media tour. Oh, okay. So then she was spotted at Disneyland, Disney World, whatever one's in California Mm -hmm. with Ryan Gosling. And then all of a sudden she's on yachts with Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: (laughs) Good for her. I can tell you one thing. If I were famous and I looked like Blake Lively, it would be over. Like yeah. my body would be absolutely wrecked from all of the sex and drugs and alcohol. I'm not kidding.
1: <laughs> so do we- you think Blake Lively really wanted to be like married, settle down? Or do you think she was like, Penn Badgley's not going to be famous enough for me?
0: She's She seems very social climbing and very like, Focused on the steps of her career. Like she's very calculated. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that she was like, this is not going to work for my career.
1: And her story about meeting Ryan Reynolds makes me so furious.
0: What is their story about meeting? I don't know if I remember it.
1: So, guys, obviously, Troy and I, we take detours, we talk about other things. We're leaving the Penn and Blake station and we're going to go to Blake and Ryan. Okay. So the two of them obviously starred in that horrendous movie Green Lantern. Right. And during that time Ryan was married to Scarlett Johansson. Oh, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and there were rumors about them hooking up and like Scarlett being like, I don't want to fucking marry you anymore. Like I don't want to be with you and then there right. were rumors that Ryan was jealous of Scarlett's success and that's why they weren't working out, which I think that could be the truth. But basically that you were allegedly hooking up on set of Green Lantern. And then their story is they were close on the set of Green Lantern. They were friendly, but nothing ever happened. And then they got set up on a blind date where they each had their own dates, but they like went to the same restaurant and just focused on each other and ignored their dates for the whole night.
0: They make my stomach churn. I, I will like not lie them. to you. Ugh, they make me sick. I don't think any of the shit that they do is cute. I don't think it's funny when they comment dumb shit on each other's Instagrams. Like, I think that Ryan Reynolds is the most... I mean, people talk about Justin Timberlake being attention-seeking. Are you kidding?
1: Yeah, I agree. Are
0: you kidding? That man is insufferable.
1: And one thing about Ryan is he knows Blake will never be a bigger star than him.
0: Yeah, it's true. But that's what happens when you get a fucking superhero... (laughs) thing and and no matter how much of a good actor you are it like doesn't matter because now you're like you know straight men think that you're an icon so you just are
1: yeah and I mean I used to love Ryan Reynolds during his like Van Wilder and waiting days totally just like I get it you're quirky you're funny you like to talk about how crazy your kids are Mm -hmm. such an asshole
0: (laughs) no he's obnoxious like he deserves this
1: I get it you're happy (laughs) <laughs> you're in a loving marriage or whatever
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but it's true I don't like couples that use their marriage as a how do I explain this I don't like celebrity couples that use their marriage as like um like a marketing thing like
1: yeah.
0: almost like um um Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard kind of thing
1: oh it's my like, god like how many
0: fucking commercials can you guys do together about being relatable we get it
1: everything I know about those two has been against my will
0: Absolutely. It's like, we get it. You're quirky and funny together. Ugh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that's my Blake and Penn, just because I feel like they were so talked about. Mm -hmm. Because I do feel like Penn has always just wanted to act. He's always just wanted to kind of be like that actor type of person.
0: Totally. Not really so much focused on like calling paps and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So this is my personal favorite couple to talk about just because I know so much about them. I lived on the One Tree Hill message boards. (laughs) It's what I did. And yeah, so Chad Michael Murray and Sophia Bush, they dated for, I think, a year. They were married for five months in 2005. And I believe that they got their marriage annulled or maybe it was just a divorce. I don't know. Chad Michael Murray is a monster. Or maybe he's grown. I like to think maybe he's grown. He's married now, has two kids. We hope that he has grown. But during this time, he was a monster. This is the same man who showed up with Lindsay Lohan to the Cinderella story premiere. And he was like 23. I'm like, why are you doing this?
0: Well, can I ask, were you ever like attracted to him or were you like into him during the show? No. No.
1: No. I always... I used to I used to be like he looks like Snoopy like I don't know what that means
0: (laughs) I never got it I never understood it I was like he just looks like a guy that works at like Foot Locker
1: yeah I was way more into James Lafferty
0: yeah like there's just nothing he doesn't have like um like in the way that I described what's his name from 90210 Matt Mm -hmm. like Matt can't act for shit but he's like literally strikingly beautiful where you kind of like do a double take or just stare at his face Chad Michael Murray does not have that at all like he's not like striking in any way which like then okay so then you should be a pretty good actor since you're like not that good looking and even that he's not good at it's like he's just very lackluster to me
1: basically what happened is he hooked up with Paris Hilton on the set of House of Wax Mm -hmm. he proposed to Sophia Bush while she visited the set of House of Wax Paris Hilton helped him pick out the ring to propose to (laughs) Sophia Bush with in House of Wax. (laughs) Not in House of Wax, but on the set.
0: Well, Paris is literally Regina George. I mean, I'll say it and it'll be my last words. When I die, my final words will be Paris was Regina. Because she is like, she was so evil, so evil.
1: And you know that she was probably like, oh, that's so hot! You're gonna propose to Sophia while they're like laying in bed together."
0: Absolutely! Oh my God, just probably helping him write his text to her.
1: So they end up getting married, and on the show, Brooke and Lucas get together because, again, sinister writing is making them together. hmm So at the start of season three, they're married. They're still together. They're happy. Sophia has no idea about Chad. Now, legend has it. This is all legend through the, through the message boards. Okay. Do you remember Landlines? Of course. Chad was on the phone with a friend talking about how he had sex with Paris Hilton. There were two Landlines in the house. Guess who's Stop. on
0: me? Ah.
1: So that is what legend says. It has never been confirmed. It has never... You know, Sophia has never said that's what happened, but it seems like that's what happened.
0: So he lived out my eighth grade nightmare?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) My seventh grade literal nightmare on Elm Street dream.
1: So Sophia Bush heard Chad talking about how he slept with Paris and immediately was like, we're breaking up. What the fuck? Like, (laughs) we're we're not going to be together and all this stuff. And everything goes back to Nick Carter and Aaron Carter. I swear. I know. Those two messes were on some talk show in like 2005 or six, right after Paris and Nick broke up. They're probably the Tyra show. Oh, was it the Tyra show? Yeah. (laughs) Of course it was a Tyra show.
0: I know. It makes it, it makes it so much better.
1: But Nick basically confirmed that Chad slept with Paris. Mm Mm-hmm. Again, Sophia Bush has never said anything in like 2005 or six paparazzi. were like, what do you have to say about Chad in Paris? And she was like, I was told if I had nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like little, she's like smiling. So they end up breaking up at the start of season four because Sophia Bush was basically like, if I have to still be his love interest, I will not do the show. So they break up on the show. But then in like season six, the fucking writer Mark Schwann makes them have a kissing scene because CW want like CW knows that we are kind of invested that the fact they got divorced after five months.
0: What a crazy way to run a network.
1: Insanity.
0: I mean, it's like literally living by the seat of your pants every day, Mm -hmm. forcing people to work closely that like Are rich and volatile and like are drug addicts, basically.
1: (laughs) Right. And there was again, message board theories, hearsay. There was a scene, I can't remember if it was season five or six, but Brooke and Lucas were at an airport. Brooke gives up the baby that she was fostering, doesn't give her up, but like gives her back to the adoption agency. They hug. And one thing that was cool about One Tree Hill is fans were always there when they were filming. And basically Sophia walked over and somebody had a Brucus Forever bracelet that they wanted Sophia to wear. And Brucus means Brooke and Lucas. And she's like, no, I'm not going to wear it. <laughs> and she was like, the only way I can work with that man is if we are not together. And then the fans got oh, all wow. bent out of shape and like took to the message boards. And I was like, no, I get it.
0: Yeah. What the fuck? What?
1: <laughs> So even they had like charity basketball games. And if Chad was there, Sophia wouldn't go. If Sophia was there, Chad wouldn't go. And another really gross thing is Kenzie Dalton, who was 17 at the time, who Chad got engaged to like two months after he broke up, him and Sophia broke up. She's in season three a lot as an extra, as a cheerleader. And like Sophia Bush would have to film with her.
0: What the fuck?
1: One Tree Hill set was so toxic. So fast forward to 2018. Sophia Bush is on Watch What Happens Live. And she's basically like, you know, we had no business being married. We were kids. And she ended up saying we were pressured to get married. She's like, you know, when people are telling you, you're the person who gets this person to set on time, that you help them memorize their lines, you feel like you need to marry them. hmm And then Chad's new wife, Sarah Romer, decided to make merch saying I wasn't forced to marry Chad.
0: Are you fucking kidding me right now?
1: No, so that's 2018 and it's still so like prevalent. And I don't think Sophia's answer was wrong.
0: Not at all. What the fuck?
1: And she still gets asked about him and she's still saying like, we were kids. I don't know him anymore. I'm not going to talk about him. Like, please fucking stop. Because I feel what like she gets really like hammered on the questions. He doesn't.
0: Of course he doesn't.
1: Right. Of course cheated. he cheated.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because it's like it's like carrying over all of that sexism from that time to like now. Mm-hmm. That's so gross. Yeah. Oh. And honestly, I love. I mean, it's one of the 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 only like redeeming times for me of Nick and Aaron together as like siblings because. They went on the Tyree show and just exposed Paris for being horrible. And I remember Aaron being like, you know, after she dated Nick, like she tried to like go on a date with me. Mm-hmm.
1: They basically
0: said like that Paris tried to go on a date with Aaron to be spiteful, to hurt Nick. And they like set it up so that she like went out with Aaron and they were both there or something.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Like they like they like tricked her or whatever
1: <laughs> together. That is so wild. I
0: know. I was like, that's actually kind of fun. If anybody deserves to have a little egg in their face, it's Paris Hilton.
1: And you're exposed by the Carter boys. Of all
0: people. That's like having Gary Busey expose you for being a bad person. Like how terrible is that? And
1: I know Nick was awful to Paris too. Like I, I'm very much aware Oh, for of sure. You know, Nick is a monster
0: oh yeah a terrible terrible human being yeah
1: Ugh. but i do love that he was just like yeah you know she fucked chad michael murray and everyone was like what
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's crazy
1: okay so the last couple we are gonna talk about is our favorite yachter, miss nina Dobrev, and a fame climbing socialite whore ian Summerhalder. <laughs> Maybe whore was harsh. <laughs> well. But he used to date Nikki Hilton. He did. He dated Ashley Green. I feel like if anyone is connected to Ashley Green, they're automatically just trying to be like famous.
0: <laughs> for sure. It's, for, it was set up by People Magazine.
1: Now, Nina and Ian started dating like for about three years, basically. They were together three years. And they were to like paparazzi together a lot. I know you didn't follow Vampire Diaries, but do you remember like seeing pictures of them at like Coachella and... Oh
0: yeah, for sure. Like always on Perez.
1: Always. And they were so openly in love, so openly together during one of the CW upfronts, He like gave her his jacket because she was cold. It was almost like they played it up. And this is one of the couples, I don't know if they were strictly PR or really together, to be honest. right. I would think they were more together than just PR, but I also think they both really liked what being together brought them.
0: Yeah, that's how I kind of feel about most most PR couples, to be honest, is like, like, well, people will message me and ask, like, are these people fake or is it real or whatever? And it's like, it can be both. Like, it can be real and also real fake.
1: And they were filming in like a small town in Georgia. I mean, Ian's not bad to look at, neither is Nina, I'm sure they- You know, they were just hooking up as did everybody on Vampire Diaries. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching.
0: What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds.
1: But rumor has it that Ian cheated on her with some extra. I don't know the name, but, you know, Vampire Diaries fans... They're, they're pretty dedicated. I'll say that they're dedicated.
0: That's a word for it.
1: Yeah. But, you know, Nina and Ian stayed together. But immediately, almost immediately after they broke up, Ian started to date Nikki Reed, who is now his wife. Nikki Reed used to be best friends with Nina Dobrev, and she introduced Nikki and Ian. Oh, my
0: God. Nikki is so, oh, God, i keep going.
1: No, no. Tell me about Nikki Reed. Tell me a little bit about Nikki Reed, Troy.
0: From what I know of Nikki Reed, she's just so disingenuous. Like everything you read about her is just that she is literally the fakest and the meanest. So mean to her fans. So mean to people on set. So mean to her people that she works with. Like mean to like you know assistants and you know craft services people. Like just evil to people on the set and like have so many accounts from people being like I met her and she treated me like garbage on the bottom of a shoe like you never really hear nice things about her
1: and that sucks because she created 13 which is one of my favorite movies
0: changed our lives I mean honestly she wrote the movie of our generation
1: she's really Evie Zamora <laughs>
0: <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs>
1: So Anne and Nina ended up really, really hating each other after the breakup. I think that's when her yachting went into overdrive because basically mm. she quit the show and she was like, I will not come back and all this stuff. So spoiler alert, guys, spoiler alert, Vampire Diaries, if you're watching it, whatever. I'm not, I feel bad saying that when it ended like five years ago, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> Nina was in the last episode. But there is a scene where Damon, Ian's character, and Elena hug. There are a lot of people who say that was actually a body double because Nina refused to hug Ian. Really? hmm
0: God, can you imagine how much money they spend on shit like that because it <laughs> creates such tense environments for their actors?
1: It's so crazy. So there are a lot of like parallels with Nina and Nikki, one of them being that they've both hooked up with Derek Huff and they both try out for a lot of the same shows. So these two were best friends, you know, Ian or Nina introduced Ian to Nikki while Nina and Ian were together and they still just run in the same circles all the time
0: makes sense that they try out for the same shows. I mean, they're the same, yeah. very same energy, you know, very similar, I mean.
1: Absolutely, and I guess Nina and Ian weren't as, like, juicy as I thought they were going to be. I think Chad Michael Murray and Sophia Bush are the true, like, messiest CW couple. God,
0: you're making me want to go back and rewatch like, 2012-era CW shows.
1: It's worth it. And what's, like I said, what's really, really weird is how it mimics real life.
0: Right. See, I didn't know that. And I'm, you know, I, for everybody listening, Kelly knows this about me, but I'm not like a CW head, if you haven't noticed. Like, I just didn't watch a lot of CW shows except for 90210. So I didn't know that their real lives were written into their characters like that. I had no idea.
1: How sick is that? And it's That's not really one demented. show. Not one show, like every fucking show.
0: It's demented. It's like evil. Yeah. I did want to tell you that I found, when I was like looking for blinds, I found uh, some really, I mean, they're not funny, but like, okay, so obviously I love Sinead Grimes, And what I know about her is that she like retired from Hollywood, right?
1: Because she, yeah. and she, But she was like a party scene- Yeah. There are pictures of her and Lauren Conrad (laughs) together. I'm like, Lauren Conrad, what were you doing with Sinead?
0: Like, Sinead was, like, becoming... Basically, when the show started, they were trying to sort of, like, recreate the tropes of the original cast members. And I think that they wanted Sinead to sort of be the Shannon Doherty of that show and to be written about in the press like shannon doherty
1: so can i say something really quick just talking about like yeah so another thing like sophia bush and the other women from one tree hill said the and i we should just maybe it shouldn't be a deep dive one tree hill i can just talk about it now but the cat the producers and directors would text each of the girls saying that like hillary burton said something about sophia bush And make them all hate each other. Mm -hmm. So they couldn't like band together against them.
0: Yeah, very like, it almost reminds me of like, um, the shit that like Hugh Hefner used to do at the Playboy Mansion to the girls. Like just weird like bullying techniques, but like they turn into catty bullshit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know mostly like Gossip Girl, One Tree Hill set information. Right. It almost makes Glee seem like a walk in the park. That's well, the crazy—that's thing- th-
0: not true. <laughs> I just realized what show you said. Like, wow, well, well. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, the crazy thing was like they. So it was like decided at a certain point that Shanae Grimes was like the villain of the show, right? Mm-hmm. She was partying a lot. She was hooking up with the producer, oh. and yeah, and a lot of the girls were hooking up with the producer of the show. So there was all this tension between the girls because they all thought they were the, first of all, they all thought they were the lead of the show. And Shanae became, like, was so hated on set that if you go back and read all the blind items about nine hundred two and 90210 from, like, you know, 20, what was like 2013 or 2012 to, like, when it ended, it's just about these cruel bullying tactics that they would use on her. Like, coming up with, like, a language she used behind her back that she didn't understand. They had nicknames for her. Like, they used to make fun of her acting. They would do things where they would purposely make her fumble lines and then all gaslight her into thinking, like, you're the only person who doesn't know your lines. Like, crazy shit. It just seems, like, torturous. Like, scary that's every CW show right I'm like I, I thought that was just I thought it was just 902 and all now I'm finding out that that's just the CW in general as a network
1: can you imagine it's like Disney for like adults
0: it is it is because it's like an extension of because it is like a you know it's it's a, a teen, young adult network right yeah so kind yeah. of an extension of like a Disney thing kind of right.
1: You graduate from Disney to the CW. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go from like having like a, a kids bop album to like showing your abs.
1: You go from kids bop to now seven. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you have a um blind you wanted to read?
0: Yeah, let me see if I can find a good one about what I'm referencing. There's a couple. I'll read this one first. This in 2012. It says this 90210 current cat. The current one actress is so hated by her fellow cast members that they are always calling her names behind her back and making fun of the way she speaks. It all comes from the fact that she is better than the rest of that she thinks that she's better than the rest of the cast allegedly. They are very creative in the names that they come up for her come up come up with for her. And they have formed a combination of the word bitch of the word bitch which mocks the actress in her habit of talking about herself in third person and her usual name. So like just like a mean nickname. And then this one says, this actress is on a very hit hit show. She's probably B-list because of the show. (laughs) But you would be hard-pressed to spot her in a crowd or pick her out in a lineup. Despite all of this, she has worked almost constantly in her relatively short career and in some very good roles. Her second big break is where all trouble started. She got the job because of her talent, but because she started sleeping with the executive producer almost immediately the rest of the cast dislikes her especially because the cast member she was replacing had been sleeping with the same executive producer and left when they broke up so right away the cast was not friendly to her at all then when rumors started to circulate about her getting her own show I don't know if you remember there was like it was like rumor for a while that like she would get like a spinoff show of 90210 mm-hmm. whatever um so right away the cast in the front of her. Well, you're on chill, The cast uh, really started hating her. Hazing is an understatement for what the actress went through. They made her life made her life as miserable as possible. Would make her look bad on camera. Would try to get her to goof up for for goof up or make mistakes. Would ignore her for days. Would lock her out of her trailer or even lock her in, and would cause her to be late and get yelled at on purpose. Wardrobe would always tell her she was gaining weight while actually making her clothes smaller and at the time Shanae Grimes was like very publicly battling an eating disorder. I don't know if you remember like the oh, like their whole thing was like eating disorders.
1: Yeah I felt like the whole cast like Jessica Straub, Annalyn McCord.
0: They were all like obsessively working out and you know the Daily Mail and stuff would take pictures of them and you know, calculate how many times a week they saw them working out. And like, it was really, really gross, Mm -hmm. just gross culture in general. Um, They would have producers or they would have producers telling her to lose more weight. And it was so bad that our actress walked off the show at least three times and vowed never to come back. But her executive producer boyfriend would always talk her back into it and tell her that her co-stars would fade into nothingness and she would be the big star and leave them behind. When he started sleeping with an extra, she left him behind too. Sad, dark, (laughs) like just. So
1: crazy. I think one show that was also really dark was Hellcats. I don't know if you remember that. Mm -hmm. So that Mm -hmm. was also created by Mark Schwann, who is a horrendous human. Mm -hmm. And he was allegedly, quote unquote, dating which in my opinion, he wasn't, you know, he was totally taking advantage of Allie from Allie Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were a mm-hmm. lot of rumors about them. And like, he would show up, he showed up to, this is a story guys. This is a one tree hill story about how fucked up the CW is. Cause if he was to do this now, he would be shamed, kicked off the show. Yeah. So he was obsessed with Hillary Burton and Danielle Harris who was Rachel and, or Peyton and Rachel? And he showed up at Danielle Harris's hotel, wasted, and knocked on the door from two a.m. to five a.m. She ended up calling Jensen Ackles, who she's now married to, and he stayed with her on set for a full month. Ooh, eek! Yeah, and and he got he continued to run the show. Like I know we talked about mostly CW couples, but CW in general is just like. I don't, I can't even explain it because of course, of course Glee was like a mess and other TV sets have been a mess, but I'm like, this is a whole station.
0: It's a real, I gotta be honest, it's a real casting couch network to me. Mm
1: -hmm. Like
0: it's, it's a real sort of like sex work, like network to me where it's like, everybody's just sleeping with everybody, not only on set, but like producers and directors and and writers and I mean that story alone just kind of shows like what do you do when you're a cast member on these shows and the person in charge of the show wants to sleep with you and they feel like they can knock on your you know can be on your hotel door for five hours like it's just got to be such an intense environment
1: yeah it's so crazy I mean again like I said I've I've said a million times but I pretty much know like one tree hill gossip and even during a cast party, he walked right up to Hillary Burton and kissed her on the mouth. Oh
0: my God.
1: And again, he just like, they were just like, oh, that's just him being him. It's like, no. No.
0: Like, oh my God. These fucking men in Hollywood, my God.
1: Yeah. Terrible. It's I don't know. It's just, it's so crazy to think that the station that raised me, pretty much, right? Yeah. Like. I remember Monday or Tuesday night, it was like One Tree Hill, then Gossip Girl. So I'd sit there for two hours just watching this. And then, of course, Vampire Diaries, 90210. I watched most of them. And looking back, I was, I'm like, holy shit. They had to do so much just to, like, entertain, put up with so much just to have a job.
0: Just to have a job and then to not really, I mean, you know, to be a CW actor, it's like you're really lucky if you go off and and do anything beyond, I mean, I think we talked about this before, but it feels like there are certain shows mm-hmm. where people made it, like Gossip Girl, is a show where for the most part people like went off and did other work. But you know, generally speaking, when you're a CW actor, that was just kind of like what you peaked at.
1: For sure, I I feel like One Tree Hill is like Sophia Bush. She's in stuff. Yeah. Chad Michael Murray's in like Lifetime movies.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: but like. It's true. I would say Blake Lively is the biggest star to come out of that, like, era.
0: Yeah, I would say so, for sure. And, like, nobody from 90210 at all really... No. Like, nobody. I mean, Annalyn McCord is probably the most famous person, and it's, like, it's Annalyn McCord. Hello.
1: Do you think it's crazy that she's doing a podcast with Sinead Grimes now?
0: I was gonna bring this up. (laughs) Okay, so... As you know, I watch Sinead's YouTube channel. <laughs> I, don't, I hated that laugh, Kelly. I really, honestly.
1: Yes, I know.
0: Kelly's, I want you guys to know that Kelly's laughing at me. We're not laughing together. She's literally. <laughs> I feel like Sinead Grimes right now on the set of 90210.
1: I'm not going to yuck your yum, Troy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like Kelly has come up with some weird language to make fun of me behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> but no so obviously I watched her sh- her her channel and so she had Annalyn McCord on like a few weeks ago with their podcast mm-hmm. and you would really like it because it was like <laughs> it was them trying to make sense and explain to the public all of this stuff that they can't talk about I mean you know right. they can't talk about all this stuff and them fucking everybody and all the drugs and the coke and, you know, getting gel and then bullying Shanae like they can't really talk about it. Yeah. So they talk about it in a real like celebrity way. And the Annalyn McCord is like, we were young. We were so young. And we were looking at things through a, a small lab, blah, blah, blah. like just so fake, but it's hilarious. And then there was a moment where they talk about like the drug allegations.
1: Oh, because-
0: Yeah, because Sine is like, you know, obviously I became known as this like party girl and like a drug addict and, you know, whatever. And she was like, she was like, I wouldn't know how to do cocaine if somebody put it in front of me right now. I wouldn't even know how. She's like, I wouldn't even, she goes, even if I'm acting, I don't know how to do cocaine. And Anna Lynn was like, I know, right? Cocaine, we've never, we would not know how to do cocaine. I'd be like, what, do you put it up your nose or do you put it in a spoon? I have no idea. It was just so, like, you would get a kick out of it. It's really funny.
1: The craziest thing is, like, a lot of people do cocaine.
0: Yeah, like, (laughs) come on. (laughs)
1: Like when Lindsay Lohan was like, I did it six times. In life? In a night?
0: Girl. (laughs) Like, per song?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. There, there's just so much to uncover when it comes to the CW in general.
0: Right, yeah.
1: You're right. This is a dark-sided channel.
0: It is. It's just like, it. it's always put me in the mind of just like, miserable, trapped, young talent who can't ever be honest about what their lives are really like.
1: Absolutely. So I watch All American, which is like a newer CW show. Mm -hmm. and in my head there's one girl her name's Olivia Baker on the show I don't know who she is in real life but I'm like you're too good for CW go run run
0: Run away literally do anything else
1: but they put out good shows that people really like
0: they do and and if you're smart like if you're really smart you can find a way Mm -hmm. to transition out you know it's just that a lot of them I feel like get it's almost like they get sucked into this, like, tornado and then spat out.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, Chad Michael is always Lucas Scott, no matter what he does.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, and if you think about the stuff that he did right after, it's, like, looking back, just, like, cheesy, predictable shit that you would picture somebody coming off the CW to do.
1: Do you remember he tried to drop the Michael and just go by Chad Murray?
0: no i don't remember that he
1: did like this big magazine article and he's like i'm just gonna go by chad murray now not chad michael murray and obviously he's back to cmm
0: that is so funny Yeah, he's still he's still a gross fucker not attractive to me at all i
1: know we talked about him and ben affleck i'm gonna have to shower after this
0: (laughs) you're two most hated people (laughs)
1: So overall, what are your thoughts on the CW as a whole? I know that we talked a lot about relationships. Mm -hmm. And again, I wish I got to dig a little deeper on Nina and Ian, but it seems like all the drama happened after their breakup. Like Ian kind of showed his cards as just like a social climber.
0: Right. And as I always say, it won't be the last time we talk about them, I'm sure.
1: No. And I even, N.T. Lawyer did this whole thing And he hates Nikki Reed and Ian Somerhalder.
0: Yeah, he does hate, he really fucking hates Nikki.
1: And he said like, they were just, they started a foundation and just took money for themselves. Mm -hmm. So it seems like more of the dark stuff comes from them because there's actually a photo, a selfie. I can picture it. I'll try and find it so we can post it on Instagram. But like Nina's in the middle, Nikki's on one side and Ian's on the other And she's like, my bestie and my boyfriend.
0: Oh my God. Did you read the one that he posted about selling um, like organic purses? Like they were like purses made with organic leather or something like vegan bags, I want to say. Really, really, really expensive, like absurdly overpriced. And, you know, she's like terrible to her fans. Like she's like mean, except for when she's like selling something.
1: So she like...
0: <laughs> Randomly became Mary Poppins because she wanted people to buy these like vegan purses. like I don't know I just I just get like gr- weird gross I also get gross vibes from her because I remember watching um her and Evan Rachel Wood and the director of 13 do like a however many years later kind it's of like thing did you watch year. that? Yeah, and like I just got weird vibes from her relationship with Evan Rachel Wood, and it wasn't from Evan. I agree it was from her like no, she I, just seems weird
1: because I think I don't know if Nikki Reed has ever come out as like bisexual or anything. Mm-hmm. But I know Evan Rachel Wood has right. and I remember Evan Rachel Wood was like, I did have a crush on you and Nikki like ate that
0: up.-hmm She was so into it. yeah, totally. yeah she just I don't know she gives me weird vibes.
1: Like Nikki Reed, Evan Rachel Wood has been through enough.
0: Leave her alone. (laughs) (laughs) I I speak for her now. Thank you. Leave her alone.
1: So as we wrap this up, who would you say, I know you weren't a CW guy. I'm a CW gal, but Mm -hmm. who was your kind of, when I told you I wanted to do this episode, who were you kind of focused on? Like what names kind of popped into your head?
0: Well, honestly, I wanted to know more about Sophia and Chad, just because, like, I went my whole life not really, know. like, I've gone my entire life having them orbit around me, Mm -hmm. and, like, my friends all loved that show, and, like, I remember, like, was it Thursdays it was on?
1: I think it was Mondays and Tuesdays.
0: Okay, because I remember whatever days of the week it was on, like my friends would have like watch parties together. And I would like go because literally all of my friends were hanging out together. Yeah. But I like didn't watch the show. So it's been a long time that this show has been a part of my life, but like just like poking at me. And then when I got older, and I remember reading about just sort of passively how shitty he was to her and like how terrible um he treated her and just like how shitty her like experiences have been on sets and stuff like I didn't know the I didn't know everything about it so that was when I, I and I feel like you really went there like I didn't know any of that stuff
1: yeah the landline story again that's just a story I don't know if it's fact but I right. like to think of it as fact because that is insane
0: <laughs> right
1: <laughs> and one thing I forgot to mention so I, like I said, one tree, I was almost one tree hill biatch. Like I loved it right. so much and they always did commentary. So in the season three finale, there is a scene where like Brooke breaks down to Lucas and that fucking director, Mark Schwann. He was like, that's not acting. <laughs> like, like oh. and she's like crying to her ex-husband about, how he cheated on her oh yeah they also wrote in that he cheated on her again because in real life he cheated on her so they needed to throw that into the script
0: this is like black mirror
1: it's so crazy even during i knew mark schwann was a creep because during uh episode 16 of season three it's a school shooting episode guys i'm geeking out i'm sorry i have no choice no But they did commentary and near the end of the episode, you see Rachel like hugging mouth and his head's kind of on her chest. And Mark Schwann literally said, you're welcome, Lee. I know you liked that shot. And I was like, who the fuck is this man? What the fuck? So, I mean, like, it's uh, And that man continued to run the show till season nine.
0: And he's a gross... I mean, if you look at him, he's a gross...
1: Did you look Fucker. up Mark Schwann? Yeah, I am
0: now. <laughs> I mean, he's... Ugh.
1: He'll never work again, which we love. But he did a lot of damage during his time.
0: God damn. Yeah, he just looks awful. He looks... I'm, 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 I didn't know what he looked like. But and he that's looks why there terrible. was never
1: a um, true Royals finale. A lot of people got mad because that ended on a cliffhanger. But he wrote the show. Right. And they're never going to finish it.
0: Damn. Well, I'm grateful. I mean, I'm very, I'm very grateful that you just told me all these things. And I feel like, because people also ask me about this a lot too, because they assume that I know. And I'm like, believe it or not, I don't know literally anything about Chad Michael Murray. Like, I know that that is crazy, but he's a real blind spot for me.
1: Yeah, there are so many rumors about him just hooking up with every single college girl in Wilmington. Like, I remember there was a big rumor about some girl from Forever 21 who worked at the mall. There were like waitresses and hostesses and all these people came out and he was like,
0: what? (laughs) Can you imagine being like, we're dating because they're (laughs) filming in your little shit town?
1: Wilmington's beautiful, Troy.
0: I don't even know anything about it. I don't know why they called it a shit town. (laughs) Well,
1: I'm glad I could tell you. I thought I could tell you about Chad and Sophia. I mean, this is kind of like a niche spot for me. So I was so excited that you were kind of like, yeah, let's do it. Guys, Yeah, Troy and I have even talked about a Warp Tour episode.
0: Yeah. I want to like, seriously, what would you guys think about that? Because I mean.
1: Because that's dark sided.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like you want to talk about dark and we both lived it. Like we were like of the time we are of the generation, um, you know, all the culture of those bands. Like I used to go to war Tour every single year for is, I mean, for a really, I don't even know how many times I've gone. So I would love to talk about that.
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of things that happen backstage. I mean, there's a reason why a lot of those bands do not tour anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's not because they're not making music or don't want to make right. music.
0: The culture was just so... Oh my God. So illegal. So much illegal stuff happening. My God.
1: So yeah, let us know if you want to warp tour. Obviously down the road, we have a lot to cover. There's yeah. a lot. Luckily the good thing about Hollywood is it's always disgusting. <laughs> yeah,
0: There's always more filth on cover for sure.
1: Absolutely. Well guys, I hope you learned something about the CW. I hope if you're doing a rewatch, of One Tree Hill or Gossip Girl, you notice how the writers make sure to add things to upset the actors.
0: (laughs) I will now.
1: But guys, we want to remind you, don't be rotten. Thank you for listening. Please make sure you subscribe, sign on to our Patreon. There's a lot of fun episodes. And make sure to give us a maybe a little star rating if you want.
0: It'd be nice. It helps.
1: Bye.